One, two, three, four. Oh, we were Christian kids. Really, really Christian. <laughs> so I want us. I want to go back to back to the beginning. Okay. Okay, and, baby. <laughs> and like thinking about the world and climate in which we decided to put this this project together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, expectations and outcomes and, um, you know, I want to hear from you first and then I want to, I want to, uh, chime in after, after that. Oh God. Um, as I just said to Calvin before we started, he's dealing with a very sleepy man. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I guess we still started this when the world, or we started this when the world was still in lockdown, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did. I mean, I know that I was doing like comedy shows in the parks. Mm-hmm. So part of it felt like it wasn't in lockdown anymore, but we were very much in parks shouting to trees <laughs> and everything else was locked down. Um, wow. You know, I just looked and you know, what's really fucking weird. What? This podcast started in December. December. That's when the first one posted. Wow. Which is crazy. We recorded the first one in um, probably November. November. Yeah. Because we recorded a few. Right. And they were trashed. (laughs) Yes, they were. Um, In the bin with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this several times, but mm-hmm. we were just having a lot of conversations, which is, it's, I, it's hard for me to remember and imagine us just having a casual conversation about how <laughs> we were Christian kids. Yeah. <laughs> like now I can't even think about that happening organically because right. it's happened for 33 weeks on purpose. Right. Um, but we were talking about it a, a lot as we always did and, mm-hmm. and just thought, I mean, I was, I was re-listening to parts of the first episode today and um, there were like a few things we were talking about. We were talking about a, just sort of the, the intensity that we grew up with religious wise Mm -hmm. and also the trauma that goes along with that. Then we were talking about, reconciling being gay with being religious and how that's been a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. And we were also talking about how there's not a whole lot of discussion about spirituality in the gay community mm-hmm. as we have seen it. Mm-hmm. And that things like, at least as far as media portrayals go, have been like very party centric and mm-hmm. a little more superficial mm-hmm. and, uh, and that those conversations haven't just don't come up a lot in the Mm -hmm. gay community. And so we wanted to bring that up. Mm -hmm. We wanted to talk about people who are queer, but still have a spiritual life. Like there were all these things that we were bringing up that I was hearing in this first episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do feel like we've talked about a lot of those things. Yeah, we have, haven't we? Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Okay. Um, so I uh, really, I lost my train of thought. I noticed that. <laughs> I gotta say, I really noticed. <laughs> I was I was gonna try to pull something out of my ass, and it didn't it was, work. <laughs> it was not subtle. <laughs> um, well, what were you, you? You wanted me to talk about sort of the world we were living in when we started this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that time, well, and I and I want to kind of bring it back a little bit too. We also were looking for things kind of over the last couple of years that we could do together. Yeah. And and you know, sharing audiences, sharing space, sharing uh stages primarily was kind of our idea. And then we thought about if we went on tour together, what would that look like? And what would that um be called? And what mm. do we have in common? And and so the We Were Christian Kids concept. I think was floating around with the tour idea. Oh right. And sharing the stage together first. Yeah. And then and then we were they, our lives were, were relegated to Zoom calls and seeing nobody and touring nowhere and doing nothing but looking at our computer screens and our phone screens. And and um and then I think we 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 needed a creative outlet to just survive that space on top of all of the um the subject subjects that we wanted to discuss in the course mm -hmm. of the podcast mm -hmm. um and so those those are those are related related um and endeavors and i think eventually we we really should take uh we were christian kids on the road and and i would really love to um make a to make a compilation or or a book or some kind of project or collage with the stories um with the stories that we have gathered um, I would love to see some more stories come in um, of of people of you know I was watching I was watching Empire last night. Have you seen that show? I I actually don't think I've seen it. So it's I know like, about it. But... Yeah, Empire Records and whatever. So um, and it was just like a, a thing that caught my ear. Um, and uh, you could say it was fate or something but it was there was a, a a scene in which the mother cookie was talking about her son jamal and they um and saying that he you know you ch changing the word from victim to survivor and and the and that, that those those people could look like the the same thing but how they're identifying their self themselves um changes the relationship to the trauma right so right. so i think it's kind of exciting but i but in that moment i just my my mind and heart just went in into really thinking about um that that i am a survivor of of the christian church and i feel very alive and happy and engaged with my life and that um i don't allow the fear of hell or the fear of public ostracization uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a hard word um that i'm not uh, that i'm not living in those fears anymore i'm not bound to that i'm not bound to those places of shame um i'm not i'm not afraid to be myself in public i'm not afraid to, to to speak um of my experiences in a way that that people and or strangers could hear and that feels a lot like freedom to me 
and um and i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to do this now had it not been for for the podcast and so i want to say thank you for facilitating that experience for me and holding that space for me me or the listeners well i guess both of you <laughs> yeah all of you everyone in the room here right now <laughs> yeah yeah you make me brave and um and it, it is a better way to live for sure yeah survivors survivors specifically of the fundamentalist evangelical christian church yes because there are other types of christian that i think we could have probably thrived in yeah fundamentalist charismatic evangelical church yeah 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 because that that last little charisma is a little spicy sometimes <laughs> mm. little spicy well have we talked about what we're talking about uh, i guess not <laughs> you go well i'm gonna cry then cry we love that <laughs> <laughs> we love some waterworks um yeah. no so um we are we're going to go on a little break um a, a a hiatus of sorts um as our our performing schedules justin and i's performing schedules get um, I feel like we're telling our kids we're getting divorced. It's like really intense. Um, we're just uh, separating. <laughs> <laughs> You'll still have daddy time and dad time. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God, that reminds me of the children's book we were going to write. We still need to do that. And did you see somebody like reached out to say that they wanted to um, illustrate that for us? No, I didn't see that. Oh, well, you should check the messages, Justin. Oh God, so... I got to find where that is. Didn't I send that to you? I did uh -huh. send it to you. Yeah. So we have it in an email. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. We have to go back and look at that. <laughs> that was like one of the first weeks. That might yeah. have been in a deleted episode that we started talking. About no, somebody, no, no, somebody, somebody, somebody wrote in after they heard the episode. So it was one of the first couple episodes because I like held you hostage afterwards <laughs> and made you write an entire children's book with me <laughs> in one night. And you were like, Justin, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so funny but yeah so our both of our performance schedules i mean i will speak for myself i you know like you, like you said the last time we often have talked about how we're tired and busy and um and i think it's important to be reasonable and and set reasonable expectations of oneself and um and uh and so yeah i think uh, these conversations have been super helpful and um, and really have allowed me to to embody my skin and my body in a new way. And I hope that the listeners that you guys have you know, who have been on this journey with us for a long time, which I don't know, it feels like COVID time, like time is just stretched out and all weird and wonky, like in ways like 2019 feels like yesterday because like 2020 was such a clusterfuck. You know, mm -hmm. but then like, but then like also 2020 was like the longest year of life too. Um, and so since we started back in December, just so much has changed um, in my heart and mind and even my relationship to my past and to Christianity and to Christians today. Um, you know, 
I just I, I performed at a funeral last week um, and uh, it was really, you know, obviously devastating to to be or just like the fact that somebody who was with these people was no longer and the, the, so sad and tragic um, in this particular case. Um, so many people loved this person and um, and they were, you know, pretty young and engaged with life and so to have them pass suddenly was 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 so tragic and the devices around mourning and around grief um because it was a church and from a christian family it just was very like i was able to remove myself from it but also hold space for them about it and not not like knee-jerk react in in, in, in an aggressive way and also really not excuse some of the things that I feel like could eventually be harmful. I just felt like, like, you know, I'm, I'm here as a visitor and, mm. and this is a different culture and, um, I can respect them as individuals. Um, maybe it wasn't quite as triggering. Yeah. It was not quite as triggering for because sure. Because we've been doing this work for 33 episodes. Yeah. 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 But I did notice it, and it was like the first time that I was in a space because there was like a, a little altar call that the that the pastor like had brought up, and I was like, why? <laughs> mm. But, but you know, I get I get it all. Um, but it just felt like I was definitely way more in con like in control of, of where my thoughts were, and right. as opposed to like immediately being triggered about it. Right. Wow. That's a very like practical tangible outcome yeah from this podcast yeah i want to say one of the reasons we decided to go on hiatus now which might seem arbitrary is because it's number 33 <laughs> which is the age of christ obviously when he um passed on so <laughs> but what else did jesus do he he was resurrected yes yes which is why this is a hiatus <laughs> right <laughs> uh we want to come back and do and do lots more things um you know one thing that i that i do have like as a kind of a burning desire in my in my heart is to create a book uh called we were christian kids and that would contain your stories um um and and would have a lot of the people who who wrote in and, and like there's so much beautiful writing that's been something that was very surprising to me like i mean it shouldn't have been surprising maybe but like i just didn't like plan to be so amazed and in awe of the people who wrote into us right. i yeah. kind of was like expecting like little like doodles on a like the, the, the a couple email, sentences yeah the, the email equivalent of like a of like a of a post-it you know like like hey guys me too good good job bye and um or we hate it we're christians and we hate you which we actually have not gotten a single piece of feedback that said that knock on wood <laughs> yeah it's okay we can handle it i think i mean maybe my last <laughs> maybe <laughs> but but i i just imagine that that if that there would be some people who come from uh who are actively involved in those churches to this to this day who would have the um who would feel the the conviction and responsibility to, to reach out and say something about it and that has not happened mm -hmm. um and what we have found was that there are thousands of people who are interested in this in the subject and 
and and and dozens who who felt the need to to share or who you know listened to our prompt to share to to with us and with with the listeners their stories and so i i really think that seeing this uh these stories which are some of the most uh i think um unheard and like uh sensational or something like like these stories are not being heard by the public at large and so and and because christianity is such a huge part of 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 the american fabric and the american narrative and what they've been telling us over the last 250 300 years um there is so much room i think and and for for this narrative and for this um experience mm-hmm. And I think it would be really beautiful to have like a We Were Christian Kids coffee table book or something like um, soup for uh, chicken soup for the soul, like that right. kind of like feeling. Like an anthology almost. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. maybe and, and maybe it could even include um, like like pictures from of like like we post pictures from our, our youth, you know? Yes. Yes. So they could be paired with like a Polaroid or or some kind of old 90s like film photography <laughs> right <laughs> and be like yeah just like a time capsule of these people who 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 have been silenced and because we were silenced and um if you don't want to go along with the with the ebb and flow of the group then you have to get out of the group and so um the grouping church right um and so there there people who are in those communities never hear stories like ours and maybe that's also what's going on with with you know the feedback. Maybe the people who are uh, who would have uh, criticism to say um, by listening to our podcast were, were turned it off when, when you said "fuck" the first time. Right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> me? Why me? It was. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was probably me. <laughs> so. Yeah. So that being said, like I think I wanna, I want in this, in this, in this time, um, to just keep, keep pushing or keep asking people to submit stories, and and if you're interested in in being a part of that project, I think it could be a really, really beautiful thing, um, and if we could partner with, you know, something that the book could benefit, um, like the Underground Railroad for conversion therapy, um, you know, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like, but just so like if it could benefit something bigger than us um then that would be amazing yeah yeah that would be very cool wow so how are we feeling (laughs) i just yeah i feel i feel excited and i feel sad at the same time um but also like i just don't want to not talk to you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know. So there's that part of it. We'll continue to talk. We're doing a show together next month. Yeah, we are. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be awesome. How's your, um, how's your, your, your show coming? Oh, it's good. I actually think I might be doing, it's like my big, like my half hour show, I might be doing it in October now because mm. I may have other stuff to do in September. I might be shooting some stuff. So mm. scheduling wise, I just wanted to make sure that I was clear. So that's, uh, yeah, it's fun. October honestly feels very far away if I'm, mm. if I'm being honest. Yeah, <laughs> like, it isn't. It's just around the corner, but you're right. Yeah, I guess so. Um, 
So that's exciting and I'm busy and I'm doing lots of shows and um, yeah, I, I kind of feel like I want to like, uh, so, so this would be season one of yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Season one of the podcast, the first 33 episodes, we have had such a great group of guests. We've talked to people that are still very much within the Christian faith and are also queer. Mm-hmm. We've talked to lots of people who have completely left the Christian faith, people who don't love the Christian faith anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, people who never did, but were just in it. Yes, exactly. People who want to build bridges, to, you know, who are actively building bu- building bridges between the two communities this day. Yeah. We've had- and I was listening, like I said to the first episode, I heard you say explicitly, I do not identify with Western Christianity. Mm-hmm. And would you say you still feel that way? Oh, absolutely. A thousand More percent. so, less so. I feel even less engaged with the with westernized Christianity than I did even then. <laughs> I know that's been the weird thing about this podcast is we did not know how our own feelings were going to evolve mm-hmm. regarding faith in general, the Christian faith, God, yeah. Jesus, spirituality, afterlife. Uh, yes. We yeah, were like I, I feel even I feel like even more atheist than agnostic now. Really? I do. But like, but at the same time, to me, that just means that like, that what we would call creation, just like living matter is Mm -hmm. even more of a miracle to me because of that. Mm. Like the fact that it wasn't based on the whim of somebody who wanted love, but Mm. that life itself breeds life itself. I mean, I don't know, you know, anything about, I'm not talking about theories of like beginnings of, you know, Big Bang or or, you know, I'm not talking about origin story. Science. Right. I mean, it, yeah, but it is related to science. But, like, it's it's mostly that saying that, like, within my realm of observation, that that it, it, it feels so exciting to live in a world where, where, where the consequences of, of, of action are just the consequences of actions. Mm. And, like... And that there is intention and energy that that flows with these things, but it's not regulated by some like toll booth, you know. Um, mm. <laughs> I don't I don't really know how to describe it, but like to, to to beckon a higher power to do actions on my behalf, or or believing in some way that 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 a fate was predetermined by some sentient being, and that I'm playing in that script. Or that there is like a a predetermined destination for this journey in our meat suits. Um, I just don't I don't see that as a as a truth or reality that I'm living in. Um, I believe that there are an innumerable amount of possible outcomes, and that what we do in our daily life and our choices changes that. Um, and and so you're embracing the chaos of yeah. existence. Yes, thank you for 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 distilling that into a few words. <laughs> <laughs> That's our dynamic. Here, here I am, waxing poetic, and you just like this is what you said. I like let me put words. it into three words. <laughs> 
but, the I, uh, but being the atheistic part of it feels like less gross now though right mm. whereas before i think there would have still been a, like a, a tinge or like a fear i mean in, even still i feel like i have to justify it with so many words right mm -hmm. but like the the lack of this of, of of a sentient being and a destination feels feels free to me today mm. wow i still feel like i believe I also heard myself in the first episode talking about what I believed, which was like in a higher power, which I actively try to connect with. I think, well, first of all, I'm not doing uh, great work on actively trying to connect with a higher power. I'll say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> or I shouldn't say great work. I'm not doing much work. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I still believe in a higher power of some sort, some at least like maybe divine energy that flows through things. Ugh, please don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, that was like the most cliche thing I've ever said. Um, and but what is the what is the definition of divine in that sense, though? Right? Does divine is it attached to sentience? This is the question. Yes, it's attached to sentience, and it's attached to spirit, which I think is like me to me means transcends the laws of like matter and, and physics as we know it so maybe something this is what am i even talking about something <laughs> like super natural like mm -hmm. beyond our laws of nature yeah um whatever that means if it's something from a different universe if it's an alien if it's spirit and we don't know what spirit is mm -hmm. i think there's something bigger going on mm -hmm. i think that that whatever that is um is certainly not a male being in the clouds to me but mm -hmm. um th that that thing does not care if i'm gay tell you that much <laughs> and i also think that thing probably can be accessed in innumerable ways and I do think that personally, I did access that thing through the Christian church somehow, despite mm -hmm. all of the baggage and the and the wrongdoing that was surrounding me. Mm -hmm. I think that people of other religions access it. I think people of no religion access it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I believe there but separately with christianity how has my attitude changed throughout the course of this podcast i would say this has been a journey in religious trauma largely i mean mm -hmm. most of our guests have expressed sort of like the pain that came into their lives through the church yeah and it has been in a way validating um of my it's validated my own experience mm -hmm. definitely um and yeah i think in a way i think it's made me just less patient with the bullshit mm -hmm. kind of like yeah this is bullshit and i don't need to tolerate it mm -hmm. um and i don't know that i was quite as crystallized on that beforehand mm -hmm. which i think is true for you too having yeah. spoken to you every week it's yes. kind of we're both like now we can point at that we feel comfortable saying bullshit right and we're a little less like 
walking on eggshells around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and still, I feel like still doing that in, in a way that's loving because for me, it's like, it's an, it's an action of, um, like justice, like, right. Stop hurting people. Right. Right. <laughs> like you're hurting people. <laughs> And when, and, and if there was like, you know, like, would you go and like, if somebody was standing in front of a bus, like, would you like help them? Would you move them? Would you yell at them? Would you tell them you'd do something right? Yeah. Like, and so when you're seeing these, these, these train wrecks actively happening or about to happen, like, like you gotta, you gotta go do something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, and that looks, you know, like me talking to my mother about, about the things that were traumatic in my youth so that she doesn't do repeat those things for her grandchildren, my nephews in, in a way that, um, because she thinks that I turned out fine, you know, because I'm showing face, I'm sharing, I'm, I'm putting up a, a, a smile and for her to assume that those things were things that contributed to my present day smile would be a disservice to her and her relationship with her, with her grandchildren. And so like, those are conversations that I've had over the course of this podcast and like, um, but there's, can I say something else? Please, please. There's another side to this coin. I'm sorry, y'all that this episode is so all over the place, by the way, but we, <laughs> we kind of did that on purpose. We literally said, let's just hit record and start talking. Um, <laughs> there's another side to this coin. I just want to say when we had Brandon Robertson on. Yeah both of our minds were blown yeah we were like this person is amazing first yeah of all. yeah but also we were talking about like wanting to go to his bible study yeah but but that's because his bible study was studying the bible not trying to like change our behaviors to meet the social needs of a controlling white supremacist organization yes but <laughs> but but the Bible is an interesting document and it's like yeah. a historical, like and there are parts of it that are really beautiful. And that's what he was talking about in that, in that episode. Right. But my point is that like, we're sounding a little anti-Christian. <laughs> we are. And yes. <laughs> the, my point is there were points in this podcast where we were not feeling quite as anti-christian yeah and like, for sure. that episode was an example where we yeah. were like oh my god here's someone actually talking about like the merits of jesus's teachings mm -hmm. if they're applied in love and in right. a historical context and yeah. um in an intelligent non-judgmental way mm -hmm. and it spoke to us yeah totally and we have to admit that there's tension there for sure for sure. And if there wasn't any tension, then we wouldn't, none of this would be happening, right? Probably um, not. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, the things that he was identifying as, like, as far as I remember, right? So this is also could, like, okay, hold on, little sidestep. There's a thing called the three milieus that I learned about in high school. Do you remember the, this this phrase? Um, I don't know the three milieus. So the three milieus is like when you're analyzing literary text or, or, or really any kind of story, right? Is that you have to address the, the, the time in which the piece was written, mm -hmm. um, 
the time that that the the, the, the piece takes place mm-hmm. and the time in which the audience is reading it and all of three of those contexts are happening at the same time right right so so right now it's like we're looking at the bible through the lens of people who have been traumatized by the church who 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 like houses this book right mm-hmm. and and at that like at the time of the writing though which which brandon was fo- focusing on was that like this person came to help people who were being written off as as inhuman and treated like animals and he mm-hmm. was like and he was like Jesus came to say that these people get to be alive and they get to engage with life and and that 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 all of life like like we we get to engage in life with them and that's a beautiful thing and but it's but we can't divorce the other two like kind of historical thing contexts that we have to address when we're looking at that so um I don't know how to engage with a gathering of people and i guess maybe that was why we were so excited too is like how do we engage with a gathering of people who are just real and living their life and not feeling like they have to change their language or feel like they have to change their lifestyle or feel like they have to change anything in order to be able to engage with these teachings um and the possibility of it was very exciting um and still is exciting i think we want to hang out with him you know anytime um yeah but um but the the excitement came from like you know is there like a little crevice of this planet that that exists maybe more in line with what jesus had intended to to start right yeah you can even go as an atheist calvin yeah (laughs) i think calvin the atheist calvin the atheist I don't believe but, it. But <laughs> but it's it's but I still like I said I'm still fascinated by the inner workings of all of the things. I'm just not asking anybody to like give me direction. This is like right. I believe like you were saying supernatural the things that that are above nature. And mm-hmm. and what I'm proposing is that that we see supernatural as things that are incredibly natural. That these phenomena are actually things that are just built into the genetic and and like like the, the chemical codes of you know like like baking soda and vinegar like what what happens when they touch each other looks as though it could be magic but really it's just a chemical reaction right right and so when we're thinking about like how intention setting and like and like how how we we can sense things that feel like it's it's beyond nature but i think that our connection is just something that is incredibly natural and mm-hmm. and that you know how i feel you going through something and i'll text you and say hey what's up like i think there is like psychic or or cerebral or whatever i don't have language around these things but i'm sure some of our listeners are like yeah for sure um mm-hmm. and other and others i'm sure are like no that's bullshit whatever but i do feel that there are things that we attribute to being above and beyond our natural states or, 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 or what we should be capable of doing. But I think our understanding of our capabilities is wrong. Um, sure. Maybe capa- in 500 years, those things will be perfectly easily explained by science. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we were is- Christian kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait for that day. And I want to explore those things and I want to learn about it. And I want to, you know, but I just think as far as like being healthy, acclimated, engaged individuals into this thing called life that it's more about finding the natural flow 
rather than rather than trying to 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 conjure that from some sentient being who's out there sure and how about love yeah maybe love is the principle is love supernatural calvin real selfless love it is a very natural thing Mm. okay i think you see selfless love in in other i don't know all over all over things that are living Yeah, I guess dogs will come to save you if you're drowning. Mm-hmm. And frogs. I've heard of frogs saving people's life. Really? A pet frog, yeah, like jumping on their owner's face when the house is burning down. Wow. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and because, and, and the reason I think we're making the distinction with animals is that is that the the idea of of heaven is that it's only for humans right and that nothing else has any like which that's so crazy right like like we have all of these things that are living across the planet dogs cats birds elephants hippopotamuses e coli plankton (laughs) well that's a virus it's it's kind of in limbo between living and not living, but yeah. Any right. anyway, like like, and then all of a sudden, there's this like belief system that's given to people, and and negates the the value of life to everything else because remember, there's like sacrifices in the temple. They're slaughtering like all these sheep and like you know like like just just blood that needs to be poured out to to. to to atone anecdotally in my upbringing there was like a definite disrespect toward animals from evangelicals uh, like with the mindset of we have dominion over the earth right so animals are definitely inferior right that was like truly a part of my upbringing right yeah which is why and the people who love animals and do animal rights are like hippy dippy liberals that are like not exactly yeah so then which makes me think even further just as you say that like in talking about like how the evangelical church has has um uh been an accomplice of white supremacy and colonization kind of ideas you know christianity has but it's like okay if we have dominion over all of the animals as 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 men then then we should have dominion over everything else too like we should just have dominion and so this idea like like this god given right to go and claim things and to go and suppress everything else and to be the dominance to to have dominion like that is something that has been taught through the system of the church mm-hmm. like to be the chosen means that you, that you get to you get to have everything else underneath you right i i never really linked those two things but i, I mean i guess not in this way mhm but wow, that's crazy. And to and to, to hear you say that it's still prevailing today, mm-hmm. which 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 leads us back to why why um, most people who are conservative and Bible believing don't believe in climate change and don't believe in in uh, like <laughs> recycling and composting and like you said all the they resent stuff. they do resent people who like respect and value the earth because yes. they have it in their mind that they have dominion over the earth. And not only do they have dominion, but this one's going to be passing away soon. 
soon. That yes. is actually there is a there's a strong link between the danger of like um, end times believers yeah. and climate change is that they're not taking climate change seriously because they believe that even the events that are happening as a result of climate change are a sign of the end times. Right. So it's an ushering in of Christ. Right. To let these things happen. Right. So and 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 there's no incentive to deter them. Right. No whatsoever. No incentive. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So crazy. So they believe that they can just throw trash out their window because Jesus is going to come up with a supernatural vacuum cleaner and make the whole earth sparkly clean again. Mm-hmm. That is some crazy shit. It's unfortunate. I'm going to say that's an unfortunate thing to believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So where are we going with all this, Cal? Yeah. I, I want to just reach out and say with with a little sparkle in my eye to say thank you to all of our listeners uh, for for <laughs> enduring all of these many conversations and not only enduring them, but joining in with the conversation, writing us. Um, I see you, my friends over there in Manhattan, Kansas. We will talk to you soon um, and hopefully we can do something um, together. But, um, uh, you know, I've reconnected with old friends, with old church friends, with people who, who um, you know, experienced some of these tra- traumatic events with me and uh, with us and um, rekindled some old friendships and, and, um, and ha- we're a- I've been able to like, um, to not, yeah, to just reduce the level of fear in my life. And, um, I hope that, that you, um, listeners have have been able to experience some of that or or at least you know you're in the beginning workings of finding a place to be safe so that you can have those conversations and i hope that you that you also get to 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 live with um an increased level of freedom from wherever you began and to wherever you're going um that is that is what i hope i hope for you and and that we can continue this work and and continue to push the uh the gay evangelical message that you get to have whatever spirituality that you want to and 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 no matter your sexuality and um and you you get to be free in in those feelings and in your life and um yeah yeah i also i want to say thank you thank you thank you this has been like it's been a wild ride honestly and um I feel like I've learned so much about myself, about other people, about um, growing up Christian. And uh, it's been, it's just been really special. And um, there were so many times that I was like deeply touched by the things that people sent us or wrote in and hearing other people's stories and hearing our guests stories and just the power of like identifying um just identifying Mm -hmm. and saying me too is like so healing and um it's been so amazing to start this with you calvin yeah see you every week and this (laughs) is not um goodbye forever yeah you know yeah 
um maybe you listeners can can write us and tell give us like a wish list of things i mean some people have written in and to say the things that they want to hear about but and we haven't gotten to everything yet which is why we want to have a season two um and uh but if you guys have any ideas or things that you wish that that we could facilitate or or in a, what another arm of this could be like like whether whether that's like zoom chats and hangouts or whatever like um like we we want to be a service and to to this community and um and to be a benefit and to help in any way that we can so um yeah. so please do reach out we have all of our our phone line our emails our twitter our instagram our personal twitter and instagrams uh facebook um you you have access to all of that you have access to us um, we are busy kind of putting up some kind of larger scale projects for both of us, which is very exciting. And, um, and so there, there is that, but, but at the same time, like we, we just so encouraged and fueled by, by your, um, by your feedback, by your, your camaraderie. Um, and we are, we are here for you as well. Yes. Should we sing ourselves out? Or will the Zoom delay ruin it? <laughs> I think the Zoom delay will ruin it. You sing it. I'm making you. <laughs> He's grabbing his guitar. Oh no. Hold on, let me get another guitar. He's grabbing another guitar. <laughs> this is our season one finale, y'all. Live, Calvin Arsenia. Oh, we were Christian kids. Oh, we were Christian kids. Oh, we were Christian kids. Like really, 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 really Christian. Oh, we were Christian kids. Oh, we were Christian kids. Oh, we were Christian kids. I'm talking like really, 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 really Christian. We love you all. <laughs> yes, so, so much. And um, yeah, check back, check it, stay around, and uh, we'll be back soon. We'll be back. We will come again. <laughs>